This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by Aimpoint Research, blending military intelligence with market research capabilities to help agri-food companies. Visit aimpointresearch.com to learn more. Good Monday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The House is back in session this week, and Democrats face some tricky politics in their effort to pass infrastructure and voting rights legislation along with a budget resolution. The rare August votes are showing a split between party moderates who want to prioritize consideration of the Senate-passed infrastructure package and progressives seeking to emphasize priorities in the budget resolution and reconciliation package. The chamber gathers today to begin work on a rule to consider the pieces of legislation. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi addressed the issue in a Dear Colleague letter this afternoon and said the success of each bill contributes to the success of the other. Ag and rural groups are watching the packages closely for the rural broadband funding and lock and dam investment through the infrastructure package. There's also the potential for boosted conservation funds through the reconciliation package, but that may come with tax policy changes that could be tough to swallow in farm country. Phil Brasher has a look at where things stand on agripulse.com. There's also more in line about the declining enrollment in the Conservation Reserve Program and a look at the input being offered as the Environmental Protection Agency works on the waters of the U.S. rule. A forestry leader says bringing the industry to the table for climate change conversations will have a wide-ranging benefit across rural America. Rita Height is the Executive Vice President for External Relations and Policy with the American Forest Foundation. She says many of the trees out there exist on privately owned land. The largest chunk of our forests are owned by families and individuals. And so if we're going to unlock forest potential to mitigate climate change, we've got to help family landowners do what they need to do in their woods to improve their forests and capture and store more carbon. She says that could have benefits outside of climate change mitigation. If you think about this forest land base is, Um, You know, they're a huge part of the forest land base. They're also huge parts of rural communities. Um, One in four rural Americans own forests. And so if we are able to help family landowners implement carbon-friendly activities that also benefit rural economies, um, we're we're helping support um, rural communities and bringing some of these resources from carbon markets, for example, into rural communities that wouldn't otherwise um, show up. She says large companies buying offsets could prove to be a big boost to small forestry communities. There's more from Height in this week's open mic on agripulse.com. Finally today, a beef industry economist says the sector should pay attention to calls for a more sustainable product. Dustin A. Heron is an animal protein analyst with Rabo AgriFinance. He says it's not a matter of if a greater emphasis is placed on sustainability, it's when. My fear... You know, maybe over the next five to ten years, if we don't show progress, it could be more of a mandated or, or regulated environment. And so I think it's, it's a carrot versus a stick. And I think right now the industry has the opportunity to incentivize action through economics and, and really try to capture carrots instead of have to change with sticks. He says the industry should look at how it communicates its sustainability message. One is is building premium brands around sustainability metrics. And I think a good example of how that's worked in the past is the beef quality grid systems that have really 
increased beef quality dramatically over the last 15 to 20 years by applying premiums and discounts. And, and from a sustainability perspective, we're still, we're not quite there yet. We still have to figure out some of the measurement aspects. There's also the matter of more efficient feed and genetics. The National Cattlemen's Beef Association recently rolled out a sustainability platform with the goal to achieve climate-neutral beef production by 2040. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Aimpoint Research blends military intelligence techniques with market research capabilities to help agri-food organizations discover what's really happening in the marketplace, what's going to happen in the future, and what to do to ensure success. Visit aimpointresearch.com to learn more. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.